Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Medical debt is a growing problem across the United States. Recently, CreditCards.com conducted a survey that asked parents what they would do in various situations if their child asked for help with debt. To share the results of this survey, I'm joined by CreditCards.com analyst Ted Rossman. Ted, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Ted, why don't you set things up for us? Tell us a little bit about the survey and what you were specifically looking at. Sure. So we surveyed parents about whether or not they would help their kids with debt. And we found that overwhelmingly, parents are feeling very generous on this topic. We found that the average parent would give their child about $5,700 to help pay debt without the expectation of being reimbursed. And if they do expect to get their money back, it was more like $8,000. Wow. And and one of the areas that you looked at, uh, among others, was, was medical debt. Uh, and, and certainly, I think, when I looked at the survey results, that was perceived a little bit differently than something, say, like gambling debt. Medical debt was far and away the least objectionable type of debt. 68% of parents said that they would have no objection to helping pay their child's medical debt. And that makes sense. I mean, obviously, our health is so important to us. And we saw some of the other least objectionable debts were things like student loans and utilities and mortgage and rent. And, you know, I think what all these have in common is that they can be considered good debts, if you will. Um, you know, obviously any debt is going to carry some consequences, but at least these are debts that either have to do with your well-being, your standard of living, in the case of student loans, hopefully raising your skills and earning potential down the road, and then at the other end of the spectrum, gambling by a wide margin was the most objectionable type of debt. 57% of parents would never help pay their child's gambling debt. And in second place was credit cards, but it was a pretty big gap. That was only 16%. I found it interesting that in the survey, uh, moms and dads looked at uh, paying debt differently and, and looked at helping their children with their debt a little bit differently. Tell us about that. There was a really big difference between moms and dads, which was interesting and surprising. We found that fathers were twice as likely as mothers to say that they would give a child more than $20,000 to bring them out of debt. And it's just really interesting, a little bit hard to explain. We talked to some experts who gave us a few different theories. You know, one was they talked about how in many households, men are still the main breadwinners, so to speak. So there may be something to do with that. Uh, we also found some experts saying that for a lot of men, money is power and that the ability to help their child out of debt makes them feel good, maybe even more so than it would uh, for a female. And, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain, but it definitely shows that if you're a child in debt, it might be better to ask dad rather than mom. No comment there. Um, but I, but I, <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you, uh, you know, obviously medical debt's a, it's a major issue uh, across the country. Did you get any sense as to um, 
why young people are falling into medical debt. You know, I think the perception is that, uh, hey, look, I'm, I'm young, I'm, I'm healthy. Maybe I don't need health insurance or maybe I need less of it. Was there uh, any sense as to um, why uh, young people might fall into medical debt? We don't know for sure, but I do think you've hit on something there about the young invincibles that there could definitely be some young people that were uninsured or underinsured and, you know, perhaps overconfident and unfortunately, you know, did have to take on some medical debt. We also know, even more broadly speaking, that obviously healthcare is expensive. And in fact, medical debt is the number one cause of bankruptcy. So we really see people of all ages unfortunately, getting in over their head at times when it comes to medical debt. And, you know, it's great when parents are able to help out with this. And and certainly, you know, anybody who can, I think, would try to do that. Talking from a consumer advocacy standpoint, though, we, we do want to make clear that while any sort of financial assistance is always appreciated, we don't want parents to overspend and then put their own financial well-being at risk kind of like that thing on the airplane about put on your oxygen mask before helping somebody else, there's really no such thing as a retirement loan. So if a parent, especially an older parent, gives away a whole bunch of money to their child and then can't finance their own retirement, that's a vicious cycle that could end up landing right back on the child's lap uh, with respect to helping the parent. So You know, for things like medical debt, there are other options. There are, you know, the ability to negotiate payment plans with hospitals and healthcare providers. And, you know, short of that, you might even consider something like a uh, personal loan or even a 0% credit card. We see offers as long as 20 months with no interest. So just some other options there if you find yourself in a bind. And um, I noticed that in the uh, in the study, you did go on to talk about some other things that parents could do to help their children uh, manage debt more responsibly. Can you talk about those? I think it's really important when we're considering this issue of parents and children and debt that any sort of assistance, I think, should be either plain old one time only or once in a great while. We definitely don't want this to be an ongoing every month, every other month, you know, several times a year kind of issue. If it's to that point, I think there's a bigger financial issue going on, whether it's living beyond your means or not budgeting and saving appropriately. We all get that life happens sometimes and there's a car breakdown or a medical emergency or a lost job. But when it comes to routine ongoing assistance, that's more of a systematic thing that we need to address. And I think it's really one of the best gifts that a parent can give to their children is financial independence and the skills to navigate the financial landscape. Unfortunately, they're often not taught that well, if at all, in schools. But I think that parents can really pick up the slack there. And you know, if your child comes to ask you for help with debt, Maybe you can offer financial assistance if you can, but it might even be more important to offer some counsel on, all right, how did we get here and how are we going to get out of it and avoid going back there? Great tips. Ted Rossman, thanks so much for joining us today on the Hospital Finance Podcast. Thanks for having me. If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the Hospital Finance Podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest, drop us a line at update 
at Bessler.com. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.